life is not just about work. Because without you, there's no business. Don't postpone living. Try to live in the moment. We take everything for granted. We expect to reach a goal, buy a car, buy a house, like reach some revenue in business in order to be happy. But we need to be happy now. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, so we need to enjoy our lives. Like every single day. That's my first podcast ever. That's amazing. Thank you, Christos, for being here. It's a pleasure to be here, Amanda. Thank you so much. How long have you been into entrepreneurship? It's been now. Is freelancing like a part of entrepreneurship? Yes. I think it is. Yes, I believe so. So I am like almost eight years now, I think. It's been a while. Yeah, I started like at 24, 25, something like now I'm 33 to 34. Wow. Why did you get into entrepreneurship? That's a great question. I graduated as an engineer, a mechanical engineer from college. And I started working as an engineer. Then I started looking for a job abroad. And it took me like one year, one and a half, two years. And I couldn't find a job anywhere in Europe that suits like what I needed to do, what I wanted to do. So then I joined like another job in Greece. And I realized that even though I like I love the engineering science and the science and the physics and all these things, I don't like the lifestyle of the engineer. I had to go to the same office every day. People were working like 10, 12 hours. This was like the norm. It felt like a, a prison, to be honest. Yeah. So I had to, when I went away from my last job, which was like my last normal job was like eight years ago. It was an amazing feeling. I didn't, I, I had maybe... 500 euros in my account, 1,000, something like that. I didn't have any money, but I felt so free. I can't just imagine the feeling. The feeling. Just working for yourself. It must be amazing. Exactly. And then I didn't even work for myself. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I didn't want this kind of life. I would prefer to like live frugally, like being poor, like for a while until I figure out figure out what's going on. And that's when I started like with many different things, like doing things online, started as a freelancer in graphic design. I transitioned to dropshipping and then I published some books on Amazon. Wow. I tried so many different things. Yeah. Shopify, dropshipping, like web design, graphic design, (laughs) many, many different things. (laughs) Which one did you like the most? Coaching now. (laughs) Yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> By far. But b- before that, I would say graphic design because I enjoy graphic design. Yeah. But it's not as fulfilling as coaching, not even close. What exactly is it that you're doing right now? Right now, I help solopreneurs or entrepreneurs create healthier lives, incorporate healthier lifestyle habits, improve their nutrition, improve their fitness, eliminate their stress because we tend to work a lot, especially when we work for ourselves. Yeah. We tend to neglect ourselves many, many times. And yeah, we forget to actually practice self-care, you know, take good care of ourselves. So we don't sleep well, we don't eat well, we don't move a lot. We sit in front of a screen for hours. We don't take breaks. So all these things add up. You're very young now, but as we we age, all these things add up. (laughs) No, 
I don't want to age. <laughs> it's inevitable for all of us, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, how did you know that this is what you want to do? When did you feel that I need to do this? When did you know that that was your call? It's a great question. First of all, I knew coaching was my call when I transitioned from graphic design because up until then, up until like six years ago, I was doing things only for the money to survive. And when I managed to have like a normal, like steady income, I started realizing that it was not fulfilling for me. Mm. It didn't feel very good. So I was just wasting or using my time just to earn money. Mm. And I want to do something more. I wanted to do something that I'm passionate about, help other people. And like the byproduct of that is making money. But my focus is actually enjoying what I do. And not being like in front of a computer, like doing graphic design work, which felt depleting. Speaking with people, it's like something that fills me up. So that's what I, I decided to transition to coaching. Now, specifically for the solopreneurs, I started as a nutrition coach, like for weight loss. But then I realized because I have a history with, I've been self-employed for eight years. And I also realized that people struggle a lot with stress. And I have a background with anxiety and panic attacks, which has been like a huge ordeal in my life. And I realized that I wanted to create something holistic that includes like eating habits, movement and fitness, and also stress management and anxiety and sleep. I want to create something holistic. That's why I transitioned to this And I resonate a lot with solopreneurs because I'm a solopreneur myself for the last eight years, as I told you. So I resonate with these people a lot. You are all by yourself and you need to do everything yourself. Exactly. So I I understand why you want to help solopreneurs. I've struggled with so many things, Amanda. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Like stress, anxiety, fatigue, panic attacks, (laughs) sleepless nights overworking, back pain, like eating crap almost for months, didn't have time to cook or eat well, didn't go outside for days because I was working all day, like so many things, like overthinking. I was feeling guilty for taking time off. I couldn't go (laughs) go on vacation because I was feeling guilty that I was leaving my business behind. Wow. And I've seen so many people struggle with the same things. Yeah. And it's just, it's not just about nutrition. It's not just about fitness. It's all of it. Having like a healthy social life, a healthy lifestyle habits with eating, with moving, fitness, stress management, taking time off, relaxing, enjoying like every moment, spending time in nature, all these things. Life is not just about work. When you describe all the things that you went through, I really felt it. Because me, Max, our clients, they are exactly the same. They tend to self-sabotage, believe that they are not good enough and they can't take a break and all that, all that. One thing I want to know is what was the biggest struggle when you started out this journey to become a coach, to become an entrepreneur eight years ago? What was the biggest obstacle standing in your way? That's a great question. And so many things came up. So many things. It was insane. If I had to choose one, I would say like putting myself out there, actually being vulnerable and sharing my Mm. truths and what I've experienced online and social media, actually changing my identity. Because before that, I was like an employee, a freelancer, a solopreneur, working behind a computer. Nobody really saw me. But now I had to put myself out there, speak with people. I had to shoot videos, 
so many things came up, so many limiting beliefs, so many negative emotions and things that I'm saying to myself, like, I don't look good on camera. I'm not good enough. Imposter syndrome, all these things. Who am I to help people? And all this kind of negative chatter was going on for a lot of time. Wow. What did you do to overcome it? I was part of a community. Everybody was lifting each other up. Everybody was pushing each other. And this made the difference. Like finally putting myself out there, started posting, creating videos, believing in myself, believing that I can help people. It took me so much time to reach this place. It was a, it was a huge challenge. That's amazing. Could you say it was worth it? All this time feeling not good enough, not wanting to put yourself out there. Was it worth it to go through or was it like, if I could, I want to go back and undo everything? Not even close. (laughs) It was so worth it. It was so worth it. Facing your demons, improving Mm. ourselves. Actually, I had to go back to my childhood. I had to work with a therapist to overcome many things. Like so many things came up and I wanted to quit so many times. It was like, it was crazy. I was in the verge of quitting at least five to 10 times, maybe like, okay, this is not for me. (laughs) Let me get back to my old job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like my old identity, Chris 1.0. It's much easier. It's much more comfortable. And yeah, it's, I can't believe that I made it through. Like I was like almost ready to quit almost like it was so close many times, but the community and the coaching program helped me push through that. If you could share one piece of value, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the most important thing to do when you just start out as a new entrepreneur? Don't do it alone. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. This is by far like the most important thing. We rely on each other. We're social creatures. And it's so important to work with a friend, a mentor, a coach, somebody who has walked this path. It's going to save you so much time, so much effort, and it's going to help you move forward. If you do it by yourself, it's so difficult. Even with all this help and all this support, it was even extremely difficult, even like that. I couldn't imagine to go through this by myself. I would have created like in the first one or two months or something. It really is like that because most people, when they don't see any results, they quit. But results will not come over the night. It takes time to build up something, especially if we are not done it before. And there is one thing that people say about entrepreneurs. And it's like, when we were kids, we sell things like lemonade and all that. But Mm -hmm. I believe it's not really true because all entrepreneurs didn't start out when they were kids. Exactly. And there are a lot of things out there on the internet telling that entrepreneurship is easy and it's happening overnight. But there is no such thing as overnight success. And just listen I to, couldn't agree more. to you, Christos. It took you so many years. You've been into this entrepreneurship for eight years and you didn't quit. I have one word and that is, wow, that's so <laughs> impressive because... There are a lot of people that quit so easy. That's so true. And I think it's because I have like one of my values is freedom. Yeah. And I would do anything that I can to not lose my freedom. Yeah. And when I, I was working it. like a normal job, I felt that I was losing my freedom. I was trading my time for money. <laughs> I was doing, I was working for somebody else's vision and somebody else's dream. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
It's like who you are as a person. I just do not resonate with this. You can be an employer, you can be an employee, you can be a freelancer. There's so many things you can do, but you need to actually be aligned with what you do. It's not bad to be an employee. It's just, it's not good for me. For somebody else, it's good. But for me, I couldn't do it. So if you could give any advice to the one who listened to this episode, what would you say to them? Number one, don't do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I also said this before. <laughs> yeah. So important. Like at least have an accountability partner. If you can find a mentor or a coach, it's amazing. Join a program, be a part of a community. It's so important to have people around you because old friends and maybe family sometimes are going to drag you down. They're going to pull you like in the norm, like the safety and do your work and earn some money. Don't take too much, too much risk and all these things. So this is the most important thing, I believe. Yeah. Number two is take your time, be patient. It's going to take time. Don't rush the process. And number three, take good care of yourself because without you, there's no business. So not neglecting yourself. So important. We're in for the long game and it's it's extremely important. The most important thing is you as an entrepreneur. There is no business if there's no you. Exactly. You have so much things to share. I hear it. And I'm so happy to have you as a friend and that we connected back last year. And I'm so grateful to actually have people like you in my network. It's so easy to feel alone, especially when we just start out. And if we are still around people from the past, as you said, they will try to bring you down to that. Exactly. Yeah, that's not great. It's not good. The one thing. Thank you that... for your kind words, Amanda. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here, number one. And number two, like, I'm very grateful for having the opportunity to be here and to have you in my network. And we have supported each other so many times. And yeah. it was so helpful for me and so important. It was a game changer. How do you see risks? Because as an entrepreneur, it's so important to take smart risks. If you're not doing it, we will stay the same. Exactly. We have to take risks. We have to take calculated risks, not like random, like crazy risks, but we have to take some risks and stay like push a little bit outside of our comfort zone, not too much because it's going to be overwhelming, just a little bit to help us grow because everything we need is like a little bit outside of our comfort zone. And if we want to change, we need to do something else. As Einstein said, like, doing the same things and expecting different results is like the definition of insanity. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't agree more with that. (laughs) Wow. That's so true. But yet there are so many people, entrepreneurs that doing the same over and over again, and then they get angry and they quit because they are not ready to make this shift inside ourselves. Exactly. Wow. Christos. I'm so grateful for having you on this episode. I hope that you want to join sometimes in the future because it's so funny to have you here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for this, Amanda. It was amazing. And I would be more than happy to do round two and round three and round four and more. (laughs) And round 50 and uh, 70. Round 50, (laughs) yeah. It's been been a a real pleasure for me. (laughs) That's amazing. Is there anything else you want to share before we get off? Don't postpone living, I would say. Try to live in the moment. We take everything for granted. 
we expect to reach a goal, buy a car, buy a house, like reach some revenue in business in order to be happy. But we need to be happy now. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So we need to enjoy our lives like every single day. What would you say is the most thing that you're grateful for today? I would say today is like being in the blessed position of actually running my own business and not having to right now worry about money and all these things, not having to worry about war, famine, mm -hmm. all these crazy things that are going on. Like I feel that I'm in a very blessed position and what I want to do is also help people directly through my business and indirectly through my revenue and charity and different kinds of events. It's something on my mind, definitely. All right. So... One last thing, and then I will let you mm -hmm. go. It is, if you could share one piece of wisdom from your life, what would it be? One piece of wisdom. Yeah. Two things come to mind. Number one is our time is our most important asset. Yeah. <laughs> use, it, use it wisely. <laughs> and your body is your temple. <laughs> yeah. This is another thing because... We need to be sensitive and listen to the cues that our bodies are telling us. Like our bodies are telling us so many things daily, but we never listen to them. Take the time and listen to your body and see what's going on. So important. Thank you Perfect. for being it here. Was, <laughs> it was a big pleasure and hope to be here again soon. I am so grateful that you wanted to jump on this episode because you said that you haven't done it before and you were a lot of nervous and You postponed it for a while. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you are on this episode today. I was pushing my comfort zone on different things and I didn't want to overdo it, but now was the right time to do it. <laughs> Amazing. All right, before I let you go, where could we find you? Of course. First of all, you, on the sound note, you can find my email, but I have like a Facebook and a LinkedIn. I'm usually more active on my LinkedIn. So this is the best place to actually reach out to me. And I will leave the link in the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank Perfect. you, Christos. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amanda.